everyone, and welcome to the season one finale of the Tabletop Tavern. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Jenny. Uh, I will be your dungeon master for the entirety of this campaign, including our next season, which starts on Thursday. For now, uh, I'm going to let my wonderful, dressed up, fantastic players introduce themselves, starting with the beautiful, the fabulous, the raven-haired this episode, Victoria Shaz. Hi, everyone. My name is Victoria, and I play Leon LaBelle. Uh, Ryan, you're not unmuted. <laughs> Hi, everyone. My name is Ryan, and I play Galen Wayfair. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Doe, and I play Gris Littlefoot. And I'm Pippin, and I play Ariadne and Kyle Tip. Hell yeah. So real quick, in case you weren't here for part one of our season finale, uh, last episode on the Tabletop Tavern, uh, the party, along with the nobleman Marius, entered the dream world. Uh, upon arrival, they were briefly separated, though they were luckily reunited after some strong showing of leadership that didn't really have to do anything from Marius. Uh, and they were reunited just in time to meet the mysterious Elias, Ooh. who claimed to be Leon's father. As Leon and her father caught up, the rest of the party decided to investigate the mysterious sorcerer, and Ariadne on Calte found, or rather heard, something rather suspicious. Uh, we open today's episode where we left off, uh, Ariadne, you are currently over by a door on the far side of a large cavernous room filled with luxurious furniture, golden filigree, uh, all the riches you can really imagine. Um, Galen, Gris, and Marius are sort of grouped together by the entrance to, to this large room, which is actually part of a cave. Uh, and Leon is seated, seated on a couch across from her father, uh, catching up, getting, you know, getting ahead on lost time. Um, Leon, let's start with you. So you are seated across from your father on one of these heavily gilded sort of silken couches. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe when last, last you left off, he'd mentioned that he had plans for you. Um, yes. and he had apologized for leaving you and your mother. Yes. I'm pretty sure his exact last words to Leon were, I have large plans for you. Um, and so in response to that, Leon kind of like tilts her head and says, what are those plans? What do you have planned for me? So Leon, he sort of pauses for a moment and looks pretty thoughtful. Like he's trying to figure out how exactly to phrase this. <clears throat> My daughter, there is still so much to learn about yourself. You mentioned before how difficult it was for you to learn on your own how to harness and control your power. And for that, Leon, I am truly sorry. I hope you know it was never my intention to abandon any of you, you nor your mother, and that every moment since your birth, unable to watch you grow into the woman you have become, has been agony. And he sort of like takes your hand really gently and looks into your eyes with what feels like the most sincere remorse you've ever seen. Um, but now, Leon, I intend 
to make up for that. Stay here with me just for now, and I can teach you how to harness the power of your blood to become the most powerful sorcerer this world and those beyond it have ever seen. Oh. What do you mean for now? What? My friends. Daughter. I am willing to offer you a compromise. Your friends were kind enough to bring you here to me. And so it seems only fair that you repay the favor and help them find whatever it is they're looking for. Right. Yes. However. I absolutely. Oh. <laughs> for now. Until I regain my strength. I cannot leave this plane. However, if you were to stay with me, we could leave together. So you're... You're stuck here. Uh, I was hoping I would find you and we'd be able to go. Well, we can. It's just going to take some time and effort. Oh. Well, I mean, we'll do what we need to do. Thank you, Leon. I, I knew you would agree. And he sort of squeezes the hand that he's holding. Uh, he's so engaged in this conversation with Leon that he... It appears he does not notice Ariadne. Yes. Uh, who seems to be sort of contemplating or even beginning to sneak back to the rest of the party. Mm -hmm. um, Gris, Galen, and Marius are sort of watching your approach with various degrees of concern and amusement, really depending on the individual. Marius seems equal parts amused and concerned. Galen just seems to think watching you sort of dramatically tiptoe is very funny, and Gris looks genuinely worried. Um, they are occasionally, however, turning their attention back to the sorceress and the sorcerer who are engaged in conversation on the couches. Ari, you are about, at this point, probably 25 feet away from your friends. Alright. Um, I'm just gonna look over at, uh, at Leona and her dad first and, like, continue to make sure I'm not being conspicuous. Um, but still just make my way, like, tiptoed but solemnly towards, uh, towards the group, specifically towards Gris. Okay, so uh, you are approaching them, um, and Gris, Marius, and Galen, you are watching them approach. Presumably you don't want to call out to them, because they are clearly doing their best to not look suspicious <laughs> as they cross this room. <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Gris kind of like raises an eyebrow at Ariadne's approach, like, what did you find? What's happening? And also kind of darts her eyes over to Leon and her father. Jenny, did we catch any of what Leon's dad just said to her? You caught absolutely none of it. 
Sick. I love it. <laughs> so Chris kind of like motions towards Ariane. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I just I I I uh, approach in 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 what I am certain is just a very casual way, uh, sort of hand on hilt maybe, um, and I get to them, uh, and uh, I kind of kneel down. Uh, specifically to Gris, and I look up at uh, Galen and Mary's and back to Gris, um, and I say, I don't want you to be alarmed, not in the sense that it's not alarming, but in the sense that just, just gauge your reactions, all of you. Um, there is someone behind there in a considerable amount of pain. Someone like, like a like a man. Someone. Yes, and I don't remember the specifics of your dream, but didn't you say that Reese was? And I like put a hand on Gris's shoulder, and I'm just like, remember what I told you. <laughs> Gris, like her breath catches, and she like kind of like lets out like a start, but like quickly like muffles herself, and it's like you don't think. I don't know. I have not heard his voice before, um, but I don't think the math adds up to something good. Chris kind of darts her eyes over to like Galen and then over to Marius and is like, we have to get behind that door. We have to find out. Even if it's, even if it's not Reese, we can't leave someone screaming in pain. I know this is going to sound crazy. Try us. What if, hear me out on this, okay? I, it's gonna sound like a very bad idea. What if we ask him, and he sort of like, Marius like points over to the, to Leon's father and goes, to open the door. Chris is just like flabbergasted. No, no, wait, 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 hear me out on this. <laughs> If he doesn't want to open the door, and we say it's suspicious, Leon might actually think that's suspicious, right? Which, at least then, she could say, why won't you open the door, Dad? Why won't you open the- I can't do her voice. Why won't you open the door, Dad? And then he'll have to- I- Or I could break it down. No, no, no. Don't break it down. Gris kind of like thinks and processes for a second. And she's like, I do, I do see the advantage of getting Leon on our side. But considering we've already been rude, is it rude to just ask someone what's behind their door? We could go with the original plan that I was looking for a drink or a washroom and and just go for it. If we don't get the door open, at least we have drinks. This is true. Let's, I mean, it's worth a shot. Galen, I don't, you're shaking our head. Do you have a Um, better idea? No, I'm just surprised that Marius suggested breaking down a locked door with a screaming person behind it is all. Because in terms of suggestions, are you really one to judge? Well, no, but it's not exactly we're trying to be sneaky that's 
Galen, I watched you jump off of a boat onto the sand. (laughs) Okay, all right. All I'm saying is, yes. Hypothetically, we could have you know Galen sneak over there and like uh, cover his eyes, or I. I'm better at naval strategy. Clearly. <laughs> Even I can I'm... tell that much, Marius. <sighs> okay. <What's>... Um... <laughs> what are caves but the sea of the land? Thank you, Ariadne. You tried, and I really I appreciate that, but you really you don't have to defend me on this one. <laughs> should we at all, should someone go and try to be by Leon in case he has a less than favorable reaction. Yeah, how are we gonna do this? I would love to... I guess it makes more sense for Ariane to be headed towards the door and looking for drinks. But boy, do I wish I could tell if it was Reese. I'll go stand by Leon and act like I'm just checking in. How about that? How about how about Marius does that? <laughs> oh. I mean, like, as someone so concerned for the lady's well-being, I don't think it'd be out of place. Marius, like, points at himself, and is like, her father, the, the one with all the war crimes, you want me to go? You're, you're, you're meeting your betrothed father. You, you want to make a good impression, don't you? Chris kind of, like, My betrothed was a 19-year-old girl from... Alas, let's not get into that ever again, please. It's the same city. All I'm saying is, Marius, you do seem to be the strongest here, so please go protect Lady Leon, and we will do something. Ari, maybe you go back towards the door, and maybe that'll prompt him to ask why you're there? Marius sort of, like, shoots Galen an absolute death glare. Galen is no longer on good terms with this man. Okay. And uh, are there sort of heads in the direction of Leon and her father. Cool. Are there any plants and or containers of any kind near me? I mean, there's containers. There's not plants. Fair enough. Uh, is there an empty, empty container I could pour, uh, while grimacing, pour the rest of my flask out so I can wave it around in case and say it's fucking empty and I want to drink. Um, oh, you not have your flask? You don't have your flask. Oh, do I? No, because I, I don't have my yeah. things. Fair enough, I forgot. Then we can go. Okay. Uh, so, Gris and Galen, you're staying behind and sort of watching this unfold? Yes. Mm-hmm. I am. So, Leon, uh, as Marius approaches, your father, um, looks back into your eyes again and once again sincerely says Leon regardless of what you decide I hope you know I have always loved you I have protected you as best I could and I gave you the power that runs through your veins yeah You did. just kind of like, yeah, but she's 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 having trouble like processing, right? Like this is a lot for her. She's been waiting for like thirty years to meet this guy. It's in a dream world. She just found out that he's not going to be able to just leave with her, and and so she's just kind of like, you're right, yeah, yeah, you're right. 
thank you, I guess, would probably be the best. I wouldn't have been able to get here without the gift, so without my magic. So as as you're talking, Marius sort of approaches and uh, clears his throat a little awkwardly, but still nonetheless very much ever the polite nobleman. Uh, like, sort of does a little bow towards your father and goes, <clears throat> I'm here to check on your daughter. Leon, how are you? <laughs> Leon looks up at Marius um, and says, I'm doing very well. <laughs> and then really quickly casts message and is like, is something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like as she's saying it <laughs> he like jumps a little bit still not super used to the uh, to the message thing and he's like uh <laughs> maybe and uh then he turns back to your father <laughs> and he's like mm. <laughs> Sir, I have read a lot about you. It's fascinating to finally meet you. Uh, your dad sort of like looks at him for a moment, blinks and goes, okay, well, if you have any questions for me, I'm happy to answer them. I have a question for you though. And Marius is like, oh my God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Elias gestures towards the door that Ari has just approached. Mm -hmm. Why are you and your friends so interested in my closet? I call back and I like look at Marius like a little startled and I go, so did you ask him? Cause I'm getting real thirsty here. My friend uh, wants to, I want a drink too. Do you have any mead or um, whiskey or uh, anything, you know, like, oh God. He's like panicking. Because this I, man's deception score is incredibly I, 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 low. I, I, I pipe up seeing, seeing his distress. <laughs> I'm like, because I don't know how time works in the dream world, but honestly, your gabbing is interminable and I'm not sitting through more of it without a drink. Leon also noticing that this conversation is getting a little uncomfortable, looks at her her dad and says, Ariadne likes to drink. Um, it's just something they like. So is there any there I or anything? Is there something? I'm sure you must drink in the dream world, right? It doesn't really do much here. Uh but you won't find it there. And he sort of like waves his hand and um, a flask appears in the air and he sort of almost bats it over towards you, Ariadne, and it floats down in front of you. Oh, cool. Uh, I stare at it a little dumbfounded as I take it out of the air. I'm like, I, I compose myself as I'm like, uh, this isn't how we need this to go, but I still go, you should teach me that sometime. Gris is kind of growing increasingly nervous and and finds herself kind of shuffling towards um, Ariadne and the door and kind of calls to Elias and is like, 
well, do you mind showing us the rest of your place? And reaches kind of for the handle, trying to kind of find some way to move this along. Elias sort of cocks an eyebrow and he goes, for a druid, you don't seem to understand much of how the dream realm works. Oh. Well, I can't say that I've ever been here before. Don't worry, my halfling friend. Do not worry. Uh, nothing here is permanent. Any sort of, like, gestures around the room. Things tend to shift, move around. And, with enough magic, one is able to maintain a space in which the infinite probability and chaos of the dream plane is manageable. And he sort of gestures around the room. And as he does so, one of the chairs kind of slides back and then slides forward and uh, sort of fades in and out of existence for a second. This room, he sort of looks very proud. <clears throat> represents a concentration of my power and focus. The areas outside of this room, any sort of gestures around him again, uh, are places that extend beyond my control. And he, he sort of sweeps a hand towards the entrance to the cave and then towards the door that, that you're standing by. You are welcome to investigate those spaces, but I cannot keep you safe, and I would by no means call them my home. Chris kind of processes for a second and, and kind of grabs for the door, and she's like, so you're telling me what's behind this door you have no control over whatsoever? It could be anything. It could be you know, uh, that one's ex-wife, and he sort of, like, points to Marius. That one's pink thing, he points to Galen. That one's... And he sort of, like, gestures at Ari for, like, a good 30 seconds, and he's like, all of that. What else? Or, it could be nothing. It could be filled with wine. Who knows? Well, then, oh, I think well, then like, we have to open it. Yeah, I think I'd like to find out what's behind it. Um, Leon My can slowly moving toward Hilt. <laughs> Leon is kind of noticing, you know, she's, like I said, like, she's not dumb. Um, and she's kind of noticing that he's being awfully cryptic about what's, what's behind that door. And she knows that her friend's probably wouldn't be going for the door unless they knew something that she didn't necessarily know. Uh, so she looks at her dad and she says, you know what's behind the door, right? The last I checked, it was a room full of broken chairs. Oh. Why can't we go in it, then? Oh, you are welcome to. I just keep it locked, oh. because one time I left it unlocked, and... Dragons. Oh. Okay. 
that's not necessarily what I expected you to say there, but I guess we're in the dream world, so. <laughs> Galen kind of crouches down possible? to Gris. Galen kind of crouches down to Gris and goes like, that seems like a lie, doesn't it? <laughs> What's Gris your kind of, of perception, both of you? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, 12. It seems like a lie, but it also seems incredibly probable to you. Like, like it could be a lie, but it it's more likely that it's the truth. Damn. Can, since Gris has moved closer to the door, can she hear what Ariadne was hearing? Press no. her to the door and roll a perception check. Yes, you got it. I'd like take a step forward just as Chris does this, just to like instinctively like put something between Elias and her and like just kind of cover her a bit. Just go. Well, we faced one. True. We did face a wyvern once. What did you roll? 18. Uh so you actually you hear something. It could be screaming. It could also be the sound of the wind whistling down a long corridor. But it's distinctly low. A little too low for wind. Okay. It's probably screaming. Chris kinda tightens tightens her like grip on her like satchel and and just kind of looks at Ariadne and then turns to Elias and says, well, if there's nothing to hide, could you please unlock the door? We do have something to find, and when you're finding something, all doors should be opened, I would think. Of course, my dear halfling. And he sort of, like, walks over, waves a hand over the doorknob, and you can hear it click. Um, The door swings open, and he smiles broadly, but uh, you don't even need a perception check to see that there's no real warmth behind this particular smile. He seems rather perturbed that you would have the audacity to question him in his own home. Um, However, then he turns his attention to Leon and sort of gestures towards the door once more. My daughter. Yes. Why don't you go with your friends? They were kind enough to bring you to me. You should help them in their search. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um... I was going to ask if you'd be here when we came back, but you already said you can't leave, so I'll be I right guess here I'll see you when we find it. And Leon kind of stands. And he as as you stand, he grabs your hand one last time and pulls you down a little bit and he says, And I will be expecting an answer. Marius is like standing there like Okay. He, he like looks yeah. back. He like makes eye contact with Galen, and he kind of like does like a subtle like little like thumb jab in the direction of the sorcerer, and is like, like eye contact, like you were, yeah, this guy's a dick. Like, <laughs> Galen's just like, I li- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Grace and Norm like against the door, just to, like keep it open for a second, just like make sure not only everyone's in. But I look at him and I just go, any counsel as to how to get back? Unless there's only one door, as a closet might usually have. Leon should be able to channel her powers, and if I remember correctly, you were looking for someone who 
knows this space better than I do. So, if you find what you seek, you should be able to return just fine. I just, like, nod and, like, take my hand back and I, like, brace myself and I walk backwards a couple steps just like, okay, <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> Leon kind of stands beside Marius and is just kind of, like, waiting for them to kind of walk together as she doesn't, like, she figures he's coming with them. He's certainly not hanging out with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So can can Gris walk into the room and uh, see what she sees? Roll yeah. Uh, are you all walking through this doorway? Yeah. 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 Well, perception check. I guess I should do one for Marius too, huh? Uh, oh no. <laughs> Fourteen plus one, fifteen. Eleven. Eighteen plus four, twenty-two. Nat one. All right, Ari, you actually, you're leading the party. You walk through the doorway and your toe catches on a loose piece of rock and you just eat shit directly into the ground. Uh, You pop up rather unaffected, but are so embarrassed by what just happened that you sort of don't really notice what's going on except for the fact that your face is flushed and you're sort of like trying to chill out. Yeah. Especially as the most graceful member of the party, this feels mm-hmm. not only embarrassing, but maybe like a bad omen. Um, yeah. The rest of you. The door, which you've entered through, leads to a hallway. This hallway uh, is dark, illuminated only by sparse candles. And uh, as the door closes behind you, um, tendrils of the sulfurous smoke that you saw outside sort of curl around your feet. Um, The hallway is actually incredibly narrow. You can only walk single file. Um, And it seems, as you're sort of standing in this entryway to this hallway, like a good idea to perhaps come up with an order in which to walk. Oh, goodness. Gris kind of, like, looks at Ariadne after they tripped, and it's like, are you okay? That's perfectly fine. Rather unusual. Checking for traps, you could say. Oh, so you just did a quick quick brush of the floor, of course, of course. So who wants to go first? Leon kind of looks at everyone and is like, you know, I understand that. And she points to the door back there. That's apparently my dad's house. But I don't know this place very well, and um, I just, I don't know if I should, I don't know who should be leading. I don't know who should be leading. And she's just kind of like, I don't, are the floors even stable in a place like this? And she's just kind of like, oh no, they don't feel it. They don't, they don't, mm, don't feel it. (laughs) Marius sort of like jumps up and down for a second, almost hitting his head on the roof, and then he goes... I think it's actually the walls and ceiling you have to worry about in a place like this. Like, Leon looks at him and is like, I don't know if that makes me feel any better. I'll I lead. trying to make you feel better. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> kind of turns to Galen and says, are you sure? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, kind of um, pushes his way to the front. Awesome. 
Uh, Leon looks to Marius and says, "What do you think in terms of order? How do you? What are you? How are you feeling?" I'm fairly sure the only one here who can't see in the dark, and he sort of like looks at at the um. Hang on. <laughs> no. Um, in response to that, Leon casts prestidigitation and just kind of has like fire in her hand and is like, if you walk behind me, will this help? If I hold this? Marius sort of smiles and goes, Well, Lady LaBelle, I would follow you anywhere, but... And he sort of, like, grabs a torch off the wall and he's like, I have hands, so you have no... There's no need that for works. you to... <laughs> Gris growing increasingly nervous is just like, Okay, so Galen's gonna lead, right? So then, um, Ariadne, maybe you next. I'll be in the middle. And then Leon and Marius, if anyone doesn't have any. Fine, buddy. Sure. I was like, that way I can reach you all if somebody falls and needs healing or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah, just in case just in case somebody falls. Yes, Ariadne, just in case. <laughs> um as we could uh now that that's settled, I can turn to Leon and kind of go, any curiosities about why we're going down this dark hallway, Leon? Mm. Well, this yeah. is a good question. Yeah, I... Listen, I'm not... Um, I figured that the reason you all wanted to go through this door was because you found something out. I just don't know what it was. So what did you discover while I was talking to my That's dad? That's a good assumption. Well, before Someone we tell you what dreaming. we discovered, maybe we should hear what you discovered, Leon. What do you think of your dad? I I thought we were in a rush to try and find Reese. <laughs> okay, but like in order to do that, we might have to do things. I would like you to maybe um never mind. So we heard screaming. Oh yeah, we heard oh. Yes. Okay, through here. Distressed okay. in pain. Can they hear it now? Start walking. Can we okay. start walking. Okay. All right, Galen. I guess we can kind of have this conversation as we're walking. Yeah. Okay, Onward. So, yeah. So Galen <laughs> is sort of leading the party uh, through this this tunnel. Um, somewhere in the distance, you can hear a man screaming. It is growing louder as you approach, and it sounds like maybe he's saying words, though you'd have to, you know, Listen. Chris kind of stops for a second, uh, <laughs> kind of abruptly and without warning. And Leon stops and like almost stumbles over her and is like, okay. Marius, who Chris. can't really see in the dark, uh, <laughs> stops short and um, sort of stumbles backwards a little bit before writing himself. And he's like, I'm so sorry, Lady LaBelle, after <laughs> bumping into you. And he goes, is everything okay? Chris is like, shh, 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 sorry. And kind of, like, places her hand upon, like, the wall down the hallway and just kind of, like, bends her head over and, like, tries to listen for a moment. 
So Ariadne and Gris. Actually, everybody roll one more perception check, my friends. <clears throat> well, that's a three plus one, four. Yep. 14 plus five, 19. Eight plus four, 12. I also got 12. All right, so we're going to start with Leon. Leon, uh, you hear a man screaming, but it's hard to hear over the sound of, um, oh my God, a cute boy just bumped into me. <laughs> and I just saw <laughs> <let> my dad. <laughs> um, You're right. It's correct. Galen, you can hear a man. You can tell that he's saying words. It is not a language you understand, though it sounds like a language you might have maybe heard before. You're not entirely sure. Mm. Ari, mm -hmm. you can hear a man screaming. He's speaking words. You remember about half of them. Mm -hmm. However, you think you're familiar with the order that even the words you don't understand are in. Gris, you stop. You listen. You realize you can recognize the words. It's a prayer to Sylvanas, an old one, spoken in Sylvan, one used in, in times of loss or pain to ask for strength. It is typically short, most often uttered by the dying or wounded. But the man yelling is repeating it over and over and over again. Your heart skips a beat, and for a moment it feels as if it's shattering in your chest. Um, because you know this voice. And you've heard this voice utter this prayer for others, though never for himself. You used to hear this voice in a manner not like the way that you're hearing now. You're used to it soft and gentle, or singing quietly in the mornings, or whispering sweet nothings in your ear as you doze off at night. This voice is the voice you have spent months wishing to hear just one last time, but it's hoarse and ragged and desperate and begging, and hearing it on the stale breeze in the hallway leaves you feeling like there is no air left in your lungs. Chris kind of falters and, and goes to like catch onto the back of Ari's um, tunic and and kind of I feel it and like steady them. Just gasps for a moment. Leon like jumps forward like shocked at seeing Gris stumble like that and is like Are you okay? What happened? Chris is like, we have to go now. We have to go now. And she pushes kind of Ariadne from behind and says, Galen, move. And she kind of like tries to push past Ariadne if she can uh, and tries yeah. to break off. But you could. <laughs> you could try, but you can't do it. You can't succeed. And she's like just pushing as much as her two foot seven body can. And says, it's Reese. You have to be patient. It's okay. Reese. He's in pain. He's saying a prayer to The last honest. thing we need to do, though, is is hurt ourselves trying to get to him. I, I, don't, I don't care, Leon. I have to get to him. 
and I have to get to him soon because he doesn't think he has much time left. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. And Leon, like, is, like, making, like, hand motions, like, okay, folks, let's let's get a move on. Can you all hear this voice? And Leon's <laughs> like, okay. <Yeah. laughs> Galen just sort of starts, uh, he, he, like, holds his hand back to Ari yeah. to sort of signify to, like, hey, keep up, and uh, just starts not running down the hallway because he doesn't know what's down this hallway, but walking like a, a bit more hurried and quickly. Yeah. Um, can I, because uh, Chris had been like tugging on my tunic too, I can I hold out an arm like I always do uh, for Gris to climb up and sort of look at her? How tall are you? I'm five, six. <laughs> there may not be enough headspace. <laughs> is that what it is? No. I'm doing some quick math. Gris, you're two foot seven. Ari's five six. Gris, your body would stick up about mm, a foot over their shoulder. Yeah, there's space. They could, they could always be piggy, piggyback instead I was of on say, shoulders. Don't carry her on your shoulders, but you could do piggyback. No, it can just be a piggyback, but so we can move fast. And I look at it, it's like to go faster. Gris says nothing and just climbs uh, on top awesome. of Ari. Um, and I sprint out it like, like at Galen's like motion of with me and I would go uh so I'm swerbor sauntering. <laughs> Alright, Leo, do you follow? Oh yeah. Alright, so the entire party is kind of doing like a light jog. Um it's a little hard to get a lot of speed going in this very tight hallway because it does mm -hmm. require quite a bit of like foot control. But uh Galen you stop short because the hallway now goes in two directions. <sighs> Not um, this again. Okay. Um, Gris, could you tell any direction of where Reese's voice was coming from? Was it left, right? Was it. Chris kind of listens again and like, does the voice grow any louder, Jenny? Can, can she sense any th direction? No direction. <laughs> Chris is so, like, I just hear it. It's just everywhere. All it's just in my heart everywhere. I just feel his pain. Leon's dad said that she could like use her abilities here to sense things, whether it's a way back. He said a way back, but does that mean she can do it for other things? to someone or can I maybe like try to like I don't know cast message okay you can't cast message I didn't think so <sighs> worth a shot mm, I mean you could try let's have you do an arcana check Actually, let's have you do an arcana. Okay, that's good enough. I won't make you saving throw. Um, you sort of stand there. Uh, you're what behind Gris? Mm -hmm. Behind Ari. Ari, who is on Gris's like no, Gris is on Ari's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> so close. that's a good move. Ari is not on Gris's back. 
<laughs> so you sort of stop and uh, take a moment. Leon, <laughs> describe to me how you tried to reach out into the dream world. Um, all Leon has really done is, like, she knows that the boundaries of message don't really work here, and and she heard her dad uh, say that she could use her abilities to find her way back. So what's going through her head is that, well, if I can use my ability to find my way back, perhaps I can use my ability to figure out what direction. So... Leon doesn't do this often because she is very like, like she feels very capable in her abilities, but she channels her magic through her necklace. So what I'm imagining is she would like probably close her eyes and like place one of her hands over the necklace and just kind of like put her other hand out towards the, the, the diverging path just to see if she can sense or figure out anything, not even knowing if it'll work, just hearing what her dad said and trying something. The necklace glows a bright red, and then it becomes very hot and burns you where you touch it and where it touches you. Um, it's incredibly painful, it leaves your skin blistered, and you have no idea where the fuck you're supposed to go. Okay. Um, Leon's like, I got nothing. I tried. Now, ow. She's just kind of like, God. Chris <laughs> turns back. Magical salute. Yeah, go ahead. Turns back and looks at Leon as like, and like glares at her, like, show me our hand. <laughs> She's like, let me see. Kind of like. <laughs> In Chris, attempting a less oh, magical solution, can I just listen to which, if we can hear which wave he's voice is coming from? You can't. You can't yeah, hear. Okay. Um, I would Can like to remind any- all members of the party that they have five senses, and so far they have used one. <laughs> can we see any yeah, like I was- tracks oh or or? I was gonna like- say, can I roll like insider perception to check if there's any like footprints or like any like hints on the wall, like maybe like I don't know fingernail claw marks or something. Like, Galen, or- roll a perception check. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Nine. Roll it again. Yo, can I roll one? Because I don't accept that. <laughs> Ari, roll a perception check as well. Yeah. 20. 16 plus 4. Okay. Uh, 29 divided by 2. 14 and a half. We're going to call that good enough. Galen, <laughs> you're at the front of the party. You have eyeballs. The yellow yes. to your left. On the left... The tunnel continues onwards into darkness. It looks as if maybe torches go away. <laughs> On your right, there's a pinprick of light at the end of the tunnel, as if it opens up <laughs> into the rest mm. of the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is just so classic D&D group. Okay, so we <laughs> used magic and he's like, just fucking look. <laughs> I still couldn't have looked. I rolled a nat one. Oh Galen, do you okay. share that Ari, with the party? Ari, yes. you go to look around Galen and wind up like tripping over him and he sort of catches you and pushes you backwards. Leon catches Gris off of your back as you stumble backwards <laughs> on your butt. 
Chris is something wrong? I do I don't like the dream world. Did you drink that drink that Elias gave you? I didn't though. That's the worst part. <sighs> okay. So sort Leo of like kind of yeah. chuckles and is like, is this what happens when you're sober? You know what? Maybe you have a point. <laughs> so to like get the party's attention, Galen sort of pulls a Leon and like claps his hands together and is like, listen. Right side has a beam of light sort of at the end of the hallway. Left side, it's just dark. Almost as if like all the torches start to fade away and it fades into nothing. So we have two options. So we're going to the right? I agree yeah. with Lady LaBelle and Ariadne. Chris. I mean, I'll follow all of you. I'm just thinking about. Okay, we're going to the right, and Galen just sort of takes off down the hallway. Oh, as we keep. Oh, okay. Wow. As I follow him, I still just like life mutter. Isn't the phrase "don't go into the light" a thing anywhere else? <laughs> Gris kind of grunts and says, "In this situation, I think the lights are best bet." So you all sort of start heading down this hallway one at a time. Galen, you find that your pace has to slow because the floor is uneven and difficult to see, even with dark vision. Uh, and so you have to slow to about half your normal movement pace. The rest of the party does the same. Okay. Leona's just kind of like, mindlessly just like, I can't believe my amulet hurt me like that. That's never happened before. Chris is like, I- I'll take a look at your hand later, Leon. I'm sorry that happened. Oh, it's Maybe fine. Maybe it doesn't like you using it here. I mean, I very rarely hold it. Chris is like, I've done that before. Maybe it's a sign of the power that you wield. Not everything's always good, Leon. And she kind of like looks over her shoulder. Leon actually kind of takes a little bit of offense to that, and she's like, are you telling me that my magic is a bad thing, Chris? Chris kind of stops for a second, and then just turns around and faces Leon and kind of looks up at her. She says, I'm not saying your magic is bad. I'm saying maybe the source of your magic isn't as good as you initially thought. My... Your... You want to have a conversation about my father, just say it. I want to have a conversation about your father. Great. <laughs> what would you like to know? I kind of just wanted to know if you'd trust him. And she kind of looks down at her feet. And then looks back up at Leon. Marius is like awkwardly standing behind this conversation, trying to look <laughs> anywhere else. He's like looking over their heads, trying to make eye contact mm -hmm. with Ari or Galen, like, mm -hmm. please. Please distract me. <laughs> like I was, this is way too personal. I just met these people. Like <laughs> Can they, can Galen do like a little magic trick with like some water, like make him dance between his fingers to entertain Marius or Yes, absolutely. Marius thinks that's the coolest shit he's ever seen. He's like okay, beaming so at you. He's not paying attention to this conversation. Okay, so Galen's like water bending and like making little waves in the air and like a little dolphin jump out of the water and Marius is doing like a quiet like, like Yo, yo, yo. I take a deep sigh, <laughs> deep sigh at Galen's antics, and have, as we're st like still walking or whatever, and I like take the flask that I just gave and I like hold it up into my head, and I'm like, in a, like, do you want this gesture? 
<laughs> he looks suspiciously at the at the flask and like shakes his head and is like, "You, you don't drink it like to you as well." And then he like goes back to watching Galen as Leon and Gris have their very serious conversation. <laughs> um, Leon looks to Gris and says, "I don't." I don't have any reason not to trust him, Gris. He's never said anything. I don't know. I don't know. So, what did he want from you? What did he say to you? Does he have plans? Some big way to change your life, Leon? Um, no, not change. Well, uh, I mean, Gris. People tried to kill me because of my blood. He tried to kill me. They, they tried to kill me. And he understood it. He got it. And he does apparently have big plans for me. He hasn't told me what they are. I asked. He didn't say. Was he um, vague about hopes for you? And your future? I wouldn't even say the conversation went that far, Chris. <coughs> I didn't ask him what's year by year of my life going to look like. I just would. I'm just. Maybe. I'm just happy that I have him now. I I've looked for him for 30 years, Chris. 30 years. My whole life, I haven't had a dad. And now I have a dad, and he's saying that. He's not going to be able to go until he gets his power back. And Leon's kind of like doing the thing where she does where she's ranting. And and she's like, and and I have to stay in order for that to happen. And, I'm sorry. And I don't know. You have to stay here in the dream realm. Absolutely yes, not. I mean, to stay. Leon, you understand that if you stay, you could never leave. But that... You could end up trapped here just like he is, just like Reese is. I just would- very powerful. I'm sure he'd be able to get us out. I want to be able to have a dad and not have to come to the dream world to have a dad. I understand. I know how important it is for you to connect the dots and connect the pieces, but I would remind you to remember the song that brought us here. Leon kind of looks at her and is like, Reese has been here a long time and he's going to be able to get out. So why shouldn't I if I stayed at, which I don't know that I want to. Leon, we don't know that Reese is going to be able to get out. We also know that Reese is a dreamwalker. He has done this. We are here through other means. We have to leave before the sun rises. And then what? I lose my dad forever? At this point, uh, the tension in the, ca the the cavern, the tunnel, is so obvious that uh, Marius, Galen, and Ariadne have no longer been able to keep themselves from watching this all go down and are all sort of awkwardly standing there. We should... We should keep moving, Gress. We should keep moving. 
you know that I think we should keep moving. But before we keep moving, I, I, I can't be the only one who feels like we need to ensure that Leon is still with us after having that conversation with her dad. Does anyone else have anything they would want to say? She like darts her eyes dart to Galen and to Ari, and then she even kind of whips back and looks at Marius like, somebody, please. Your mother would miss you. Leon. No. And he like sort of like looks at Chris like, did I good <laughs> Chris kind of gives him a nod, like good effort. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, I don't know her, like, shit. <laughs> I'm new here. <laughs> and Chris is like, just recite that poem, that song in your head for a little bit, Leon, as we walk through here, please. Just think about some of the things that it says. And I would remind you that we already know who the dreamer is. And she turns back around and kind of faces Ariadne's back and is like, all right, let's go. I hold out my hand if Chris wants to take it for like comfort. Chris kind of like squeezes their hand for a second and then just kind of like waits for them to start walking. Yeah. Galen, are you leading? Yeah. Are you going to start walking? Yeah. So you all start walking. Uh, Galen leads, Ariadne follows sort of carefully guiding Gris. Leon, as you go to step forward, uh, Marius sort of grabs your hand for a moment and turns you to look at him. Okay. And very seriously, despite sort of his lackadaisical attitude earlier, he goes, Lady LaBelle. Yes. Maybe. I feel I should remind you that there's anything I've learned. Family aren't necessarily the people who give you your blood. And he sort of like lets go of your hand and you begin to walk forward. Yeah, Leona's speechless after that. She's half like beautiful manhold hand. <laughs> half like oh. <laughs> Told you, yeah, the pretty girl hold hand is infectious. <laughs> <laughs> wow, everyone but Gre but but Gris is out here like holding pretty girls or pretty boys' hands. Yeah, well, Gris is like um, Lamias is screaming. Yes, uh, the screaming is still happening and was happening for the entirety of that conversation. Uh, Galen, Fun. you lead the party slowly forward um the cave does in fact the the tunnel does in fact end um it seems to have traveled through a mountain or something because on the other end is clearly open air uh would you like to roll a perception check you're in front you're the only one who can really see because Ari is shorter than you i would <laughs> yeah 16 perfect um here, you find yourself and your party on a cliff, overlooking a river of lava and flame. The okay. sheer face of the cliff is made of slick rock. 
And as you step out onto the cliff, your party follows. And the tunnel you were just in rumbles ominously before collapsing behind you in a shower of dust and loose rock. Leon goes, oh my god. Galen sort of like throws his arms out and is like, hold on, wait. (laughs) Don't walk any further. So the cliff you're on is 75 feet long by 75 feet wide. Okay. You're on a big cliff, but it's fair. You know, they don't necessarily know that there's a cliff there. I'm going to give you that one, Galen. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Galen just sort of like turns around and is like, I guess sweating because like he's in armor. He's like a water boy. There's a ton (laughs) of lava everywhere. He's like, it's hot. There's, there's lava and he sort of like points his thumb over his shoulder always leon feels fine right oh leon you feel fantastic in fact leon uh can you throw a plus two onto your strength modifier oh yes i can (laughs) okay so is the lava like at the bottom of the cliff or is there lava at the top it's at the bottom of the cliff. You haven't really looked around the top of the cliff. Galen sort of got a feel for the fact that you guys are on a cliff. Mm-hmm. Can we look around? Can we look it? around now? <laughs> yeah, well, perception check. If you're not Galen. Galen, you just saved your friends from, well, honestly, mm-hmm. Ari's kind of a flight risk in this situation. They could have zoomed ahead and gone off the edge of the cliff. So. Yeah. 17? 17 plus 5, 22. Hey. All right. Ari, you, relieved to be out of the cramped cave, sort of dart forward around Galen to get a good look at the cliff. Mm-hmm. Um, it appears to be about 75 feet by 75 feet wide, and at the far end, right by the cliff's edge, is what appears to be a cage. Oh, shit. The screaming, you notice, has stopped. Are there any, like, okay. barriers to getting over to that cage? I was going to ask. A cage at the end of, edge of the cliff. Does I mean, Gris see the cage? Uh, yes, Ari, you are able to see it most clearly. Um, it sort of reminds you... Almost of the kind of cage a pet bird might be kept in if the pet bird were, like, a very large Right, bird. right, 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 right. Um, awesome. Uh, can I make my way over there, then? Yeah, I was like, Gris probably has a sinking feeling at the pit of her stomach, like, just kind of that intuition that you get when, when someone you love is in danger or in peril. And I would imagine she would like to run over there as fast as she can, if possible. All right, your top movement speed is 15 feet per second. Ari, are you going to zoom alongside her or zoom ahead? Zoom ahead. All right, Galen, Leon, will you be following? Yeah. Are we yeah. back at regular movement speed or still halved? Regular. Cool. Uh, all right, you all sort of move towards the cage as fast as you can. Leon, uh, you, Galen, and Marius all move at about the same speed when running as fast as you can. 
Uh, actually, no. Galen and Marius are slightly behind you because they've got armor on. Sorry, Galen. Yeah, and I've just got a beautiful <laughs> gown. Um, Gris is the furthest behind. Ari, you zoom forward uh, significantly mm-hmm. faster than your friends. Well, as, when I get there... Yeah, go ahead. As you approach... Um, you can see that the cage is occupied. Mm-hmm. It has a sole inhabitant. Um, the cage itself is about four feet tall. Um, however, inside of it... Um, dressed in rags is a young halfling man who stares up at you with dark, intelligent eyes. Um, his hair is curly and brown and relatively unkempt, though compared to the disheveled state of his clothes, it seems rather neat and tidy. Mm-hmm. He watches as you approach him and you are soon joined by the rest of the party. And... His eyes land on Leon, and he scowls a little bit, and opens his mouth as if to say something. But, as his eyes pass over the rest of the party, his eyes land on Gris, and he closes his mouth. Um, His expression softens. It's almost like it melts. And he grins, despite the fact that he's locked in this cage, and his eyes very quickly fill with tears. He says, um, and his voice is tired and hoarse, but absolutely elated. I never thought I'd see you again. Chris kind of, like, just holds in tears and just kind of shrieks and runs up to, to the cage and kind of falls down to her knees and is just like Reese and she kind of can she stick her hands through the bar oh yeah and she just like puts both arms through and gets as close as she possibly can and like touches his face and like you know wraps her arms around his neck and just like kind of goes in for a hug while kind of stifling sobs and 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 just tears kind of stream down he holds like, you through the bars in return. Go ahead, sorry. He just, he wants okay. to hug you. <laughs> she's like, mm-hmm. she kind of like, gra- like you know, wraps her fingers through like the back of his hair and she's like, are you okay? And it just comes out as a soft whisper. And then she just kind of is like, oh, I've missed you so much. I never thought I'd hear your voice again. And she just kind of like waits and listens, but she just wants to say so much. He, uh, starts with your first question, and he mumbles, I think I'll be okay, into your hair. And, uh, you can feel, like, tears running down your forehead, and he's like, I've missed you so much, Chickadee, I've I've missed you. You know how long it's been since, since we've been apart? She just kind of nods and she's like, of course I do. And she kind of pulls back for a second and kind of just glares at him for a second. She's like, you left me. 
She's like, what did you do? She's like, why are you still here? Why didn't you come out of the dream realm? What happened that day? He sort of like pulls away a little bit and like gestures to the cage. And he's like, I didn't exactly have a choice. And I can tell you, but it's a long story and of course, of course. And she kind of like, like wipes her tears really quickly. And she's like, I'm so glad to see you. I love you, Reese. I've missed you. And then she kind of stands up and kind of brushes off. And she's like, please, somebody help me get this open. Help me get my husband. Leon goes, okay. Yeah. There's a lock Leon, on the cage. I was going to say. <laughs> There's a lock on the gate? On the gate. Yeah. Leon looks at Galen and is like, can you pick the lock? Galen's already walking towards it. Galen, you do not have a lock pick accessory with you. Roll an insight check. Okay. That's a good one for me to roll. Where is it? You said insight? Insight. Okay, 14. I was just gonna kick it. Seven As seven. it's right on the edge of a cliff, Ari, don't kick the cage. Please don't get inside. Please don't get your husband into the I abyss. Have a backup plan. <laughs> okay, Galen, <laughs> you walk forward, and as you do, um, the locket around your neck suddenly feels very heavy. Uh, you look down to your chest, and next to the locket, hanging, is a set of lockpicking tools with a tiny note attached to it. Kaylin sort of like, not yanks the locket, um, but sort of like takes it in his hand and it like excitedly um, and looks at it and uh, takes the note out and opens it up. Okay, so you unroll the note, and it says, You never had the key to my heart, but you always had the right tools. And that'll do in a pinch. Wish you were here. XOXO. Be Bobkin. Galen sort of just smirks to himself and then mutters on, like, says to himself, I'll find that key and then walks towards the the cage with the the tools in his hands as as galen's doing this can i just note that like gris probably has her like hands still through the bars and is like touching whatever part of reese she can like his hand just like not ready to like let go of him one more time gris reese has has one of your hands held against his face and he's cupping it with his other hand and he's just like gazing at you lovingly and Gris is just like in awe that she could even find him and, and just you know they're just having a weird moment while she's like please open this door for my husband <laughs> Galen uh, so you are approaching the cage are you gonna kneel down and try to pick the lock yes alright sorry I have to pull up character sheet here. Uh, can you roll for it, please? What would you like me to roll? Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. Okay. Five plus five. Better than the beginning. 
yeah. my god you've had to pick two locks in 16 episodes and one you didn't even have to pick <laughs> it was a 10 mm, Galen uh, these are special lock picks they have an advantage called the lover's gambit go roll one more time <laughs> right. I could try to melt the lock if this doesn't work. Twenty plus five. There we go. <laughs> there it is. Isn't that twenty? Yep. All right. The lock falls off, and uh, the door swings open, and Reese stumbles out of the cage. Um, he's very clearly weak, but he manages to wrap his arms around you all the same, Chris. And he's just he's just sobbing. It it is incoherent. <laughs> and Chris is just like squeezing with all of her might. And she's like, I have so much to tell you. She's like, but first we have to get you okay. She's like, what hurts? What happened? Why are you here? And like once again, doing kind of not dissimilar to what Leon did earlier in the tunnel. <laughs> just saying all the thoughts in rapid fire succession. And at the same time. She just like holds him tight and breathes deeply. And she just at the end of her long list of questions says, I can't wait until you meet my friends. And then just smiles like a watery smile. And he's like, there will be time to tell you what happened. But there's not a lot of time left for you all to leave. Chris nods, and she kind of looks at him and says, but what about you? How will you leave? This emotional reunion is interrupted. Oh, no. No. By the voice of a man. (laughs) Reese's shoulders physically tighten. You can feel the sudden stress Gris, as as you're holding him, as Elias begins to speak. Well, it seems you found what you were looking for. Um, All of you sort of spin. Marius is standing beside Leon, presumably, uh, and Ari, and Galen is sort of closer to to Gris and Reese here. Um, Elias emerges seemingly from nowhere. He's wearing a dark red robe that nearly perfectly matches Leon's dress. Closet my ass. (laughs) He sort of smiles at you all, but his eyes flash when he sees Reese. Leon? Yes? Have you made your choice? I can't can't stay here. I'll be stuck. I can't. I only need one thing to leave, Leo. And he points at the crown hanging from your belt. Leon kind of puts her hand on it. She says... Gris kind of like darts her eyes to Leon and like tries to make eye contact with her and uh, just kind of. Go ahead. 
and just kind of gasps her name. Reese turns his attention to Yulion and looks at the crown on your belt. And Gris, he sort of like pushes up off of you to try to stand. And Can I go to just kind of support him? Yeah, but, but as you try to balance him, he lunges towards Leon, reaching for the crown. And says Gris in Druidic. Do not give the traitor his source of power. Gris kind of opens her eyes wide and and responds back to to Reese, um, also in Druidic, and says, "Is this like the song?" And she says, "You know, uh, place on his head a crown of throne of stone. He needs this to get out." And just kind of like asks him these questions while darting kind of back to Leon and to Elias. <laughs> so Reese isn't really answering you. He's sort of like fallen as he's tried to grab this crown from Leon. He's not very um, capable of, of holding himself up for long periods of time. Um, and he doesn't seem to have much energy to answer you. Instead, he sort of like stumbles and falls over, and Marius, next to Leon, sort of reaches down and helps him up. And, like, looks at you, and then at Ariadne, and then Mm. at Galen, and then at Leon, and then back at Galen and Ariadne and Gris, and is like... Yeah. (sighs) What's happening? (laughs) Can can I... Yeah. Can Um, Gris walk over and, and, like, take the crown from from Reese and kind of like so guard it. Reese does not have I the crown. Reese didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, I like, wanted to Leon's look between Leon cuz you said you had your like your hand on it or something and Reese who is now fallen and back at Leon and, and I like like hold a hand out to Reese and I go Leon. He knew where Reese was. And Gris just looks to Leon, Leon and- is like She's kind of in her own head, like, trying to process what her dad is saying to her. Like, to be honest, it's like, you know when you're, like, you've got so much going on in your head and, like, the things that other people are saying to you just kind of sound fuzzy? That's kind of what's going on with Leon right now. And and she's, like, she, she looks at her, her dad and she says, What happens if I give you this? He takes a step towards you so that he can look you in his in, in your eyes. He sort of has to look down to do it a little bit. Um, as, as he steps towards you, Marius still sort of helping to support um, Reese with the help of, of Ariadne uh, sort of takes a step back almost instinctively and he Elias looks down at you and he says In Elvish. Leon, you have always known that blood is thicker than water. You would free me, but we'd have to leave behind your guests. So, Gris speaks Elvish. Can she hear this? Yeah, so good. He's speaking softly. Roll a perception check. 
hang on i gotta god i gotta roll for him this is gonna be deception mm-hmm. uh, oh. 17 plus 5 22 11 chris you don't hear it okay ariadne Can- you catch the phrase blood is thicker than water okay Gris kind of just not not hearing what he had said, but still kind of reeling over what Reese said, is like, Leon, please don't give him the crown. I call to Leon to try and get her to look back at me. Um, Leon, like, does look back. Uh, uh... Blood is thicker than water. Blood of the covenant. Our covenant. We wouldn't leave you. I'm sorry. And and Leon looks back at her dad and says, I... I wanted so badly for this not to be what is happening right now. I wanted so badly to be, to have all the stories be wrong about you, but I can't leave my friends. And I wanted my friends so badly for my daughter to not be just another elf who disappoints me. And he sort of like, lunges forward and tears the crown from your belt. Oh no. Oh no. Stepping back. Roll for initiative, please. Shit. 14. Oh god, wait. I'm not ready. Please give me just a moment. (laughs) (laughs) So you ask. (laughs) Oh god. I have so many characters here. All right, so we're gonna start with Galen. Galen, you rolled a fourteen. Yes. All right, Leon. Six. Gotta love the Leon rolls. Ari. Eighteen. Gotta really love the Ari rolls. Uh, yeah. Gris. <laughs> twenty. Nat twenty for Gris. All right, I gotta do some quick rolls Let's here for everybody else. Hmm. Okay. Elias is an eight. God, there's so many fucking people in this battle. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> We're not nervous. Are you nervous? I'm not nervous. Mary's is <laughs> okay. Reese is a six. Alright, so the order will be Chris. Ari, Galen, Elias, Leon. Wait, Marius goes after Galen. Wait, so it's Galen, Marius, Marius. Elias, yeah, Marius, okay. Elias, Leon, and then Reese. <laughs> In that order. Okay. All right, so Elias takes a quick step backwards. Um, tearing the crown from your hand. However, luckily, 
your rogue friend, who has been quietly standing in the back, looking at this little note that he got, sort of a little bit off in his own world, uh, notices exactly what's happening and mm -hmm. jumps into action. Galen, what would you like to do? I'd like to swipe the crown and then maybe uh, drive a dagger into Elias's hand if I can get away with it. Okay, all right. So I'm going to need several checks in a row. All right. Mm -hmm. We're going to start with an athletics check followed by a sleight of hand saving throw. Uh, followed by an athletic saving throw. All right. Well, that is a 19 on the athletics check. All right. You jump forward. You're now next to him. What were the saving throws? Sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. That's dex, right? For this okay. Sleight of hand is under uh, proficiencies. Skills. Right, right, right. Uh, that is an 18 plus 5, 23. Galen, I'm so sorry. You fail that saving throw. Can you please roll a athletic saving throw to move away from him? Yeah. 20 plus 5. All right. <laughs> That's going to be athletics for him. You should, you should nail that one. Yeah, you did. All right, so you try to swipe the crown from his belt, and he manages to sort of bat you away. Though you don't take any damage, you do have to sort of jump back um, to where you were before. Uh, he takes a moment to um, uh, move backwards very quickly, um, putting about... So what's his movement speed? He puts uh, 40 feet between the rest of the party and himself. You take no damage, but you also don't get the crown. Okay. Uh, the movement that you did was about 20 feet. You do have an extra 10 feet of movement if you want to do anything else. Um, where am I in regards to Leon? Six feet away from her. Uh, okay. Um, I'll close the distance a little bit towards Leon. Just kind of like be there as like extra support. Okay, two two glass cannons right next to each other. Sounds good. Woo, love um, that. <laughs> <laughs> next up is Ari. All right. So, how far away is he from me right now? Forty feet. Okay. Um, seeing this this quick succession of events, uh, I uh, just start uh, running and unsheathing my sword and just gonna go in because he's not gonna wait for me. So, all right, so um, you're kind of trying to stick him with the pointy end. Stick him with the pointy end. <laughs> all right, uh, roll your hit dice, please. Mm-hmm. Galen sort of, sort of shouts from the back. Stick him with the pointy end and sort of like throws his his fist up. Marius like shakes both hands. He's like, yeah! <laughs> Leon's what like reeling. What Everyone else is like, broken. kill him! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One is a, is a six. I have another action. 
but okay, one to six does not land. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I swing and a miss, and I can fall forward a bit, and I uh, try and recover and go and try again, uh, being like angry. And Leon is saying Leon is not is not is anything but ordinary. Um, and I try again, and it's an eleven plus seven, eighteen. Lands. Roll for damage. Okay. Two actions. Alright, it's not much, but three plus four, seven. You know what? You landed a hit, and for that, I'm very proud of you. I'm speaking yeah. as your DM, as the Gilded Sorcerer. Alright. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, I continue onward, uh, and with, that was my two actions. So with a bonus action, attempt flurry of blows. Which is six plus seven, thirteen. That does not and land. Another attack. <laughs> yeah, but it's fine. But flurry of blows gives me auto disengage and an extra ten feet of movement till the end of the turn. So guess what I do? I go back and I go, oh shit! Uh, and I look back at Leon and Galen and I go, just like a cartoony, like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna head out. Um, and I go and protect, like, get ready to protect the glass cannons. Oh, God. Okay, uh, Gris, I got the Gs mixed up. You will be first next time. You're supposed to be okay, first I was, this time. I was confused, but, but that's I okay. Galen yeah. <laughs> uh, moved before you because you were distracted by your husband, who Marius has sort of uh, set down next to you. Uh, Gris, mm -hmm. your turn. Um, yes, so Gris will turn to Reese and kind of like bends down uh, to his level and is like, you'll be much more help to us if you're feeling better and kind of reaches a hand to his cheek um, and casts uh, Cure Wound. Alright, go wounds. ahead and roll. Uh, so she does 12. Uh, Grease. Grease. That's your shit name. <laughs> Reese sighs contentedly and um, looks you in, in your eyes and he says... You have become quite the healer while I was gone. I love you. Uh, Chris, Chris melts <laughs> and says, I had to. Uh, and just kind of like helps him up to his feet. Nice. All right. And, Is that uh, a full action or do you get another one? I think that's a full action, but I was trying to see if I wanted to do any bonus actions. Um, yes, so uh, looks like my spell Grasping Vine is a bonus action. So... Mm, do you need plants for that? Not for this one. Okay. All it has to do is be a, an occupied space within range. So... What's the yes, range on it? I'm going to try to cast that. Uh, the range is... Oh, wait. He may not. He may be too far. It's 30 feet. He's 40 feet away. Yeah, never mind. I'll wait. That's the end of my turn. Okay. Next up is Marius. Marius. Uh, hell yeah. All right. Marius pulls the sword from his back and... What's his reach? Oh, yes. Okay. Uh... Marius pulls the sword, the long sword from his back, and uh, moves towards the gilded sorcerer, um, swinging at him. Let me. Uh... <laughs> All right, Marius uh, hits him. <laughs> Woo! Nice. And does 
10 slashing damage. Let's go. Um, but also, he's not a very fast boy, so now he's mm-hmm. stuck there. Uh, let's see, is there a bonus action? Mm, nope, okay. Next up is, so he just just swings at him, sticks him with the pointy end. Next up is Elias. All right, the Gilded Sorcerer looks at the party through narrowed eyes, as if trying to determine which of the many fucking spells he has, he's Ooh. going to use. His eyes pass over. Hmm, Leon. Oh, God. And he sneers at you. Um, his expression, which was once warm, is now outwardly hostile. And when he speaks to you, it no longer feels comforting, but rather like a loaded threat. Leon, what is your AC? Ooh, that is 13. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I great. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> All right, are you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Okay. He... How many... How much HP do you have? 51. Yeah, Reese will take care of you. All right, so... <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. All right, so that's a 27. That hits. Uh-huh. <laughs> the man rolled 14 above my fucking AC. Jesus Christ. Okay. Leon, you take 28 damage. As a... Oh, my God. Firebolt hits you square in the chest. It feels a little bit like betrayal. The pendant at your neck will <laughs> sears you again. Oh. Brutal. He. Oh my god. Then turns to Marius and takes an opportunity attack because this man is slow and is out of movement to uh, attack him. Let's see. Actions. Attack. Uh, He. (laughs) He says something in a language you don't understand and. A large disembodied hand, so cold it feels as if it could freeze the lava around you, reaches out towards Marius, wrapping itself around his shoulders. It lands. Marius takes 27 damage. (gasps) He's fine. He's got like twice the health, three times the health of like most of you. All right. Mm -hmm. Um. Next is going to be Leon. Um, Leon is like upset and she's wounded and and uh, I've got thirty feet of movement speed, thirty feet of movement in one turn, right? Yes, you, that's why Marius is stuck there. So <laughs> Leon, Leon runs ten feet forward, um, so that she's within thirty feet of him. And she yells. This doesn't have to be like this. You don't, we don't have to fight. This 
this does, I don't want to fight you. Um, does he say anything in response? This is not her action. This is just her talking. The only use you ever had to me was the power you refused to share. I would rather um, that power die with you wow. than anyone else take it. <laughs> Leon heartbroken, but <laughs> furious. <laughs> looks at him and says, so be it. And I'd like to cast Blight. Um, okay. So Blight is going to hit no matter what. Um, if he succeeds on a constitution saving throw, he takes half the damage. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. what did he roll on a constitution saving throw? Just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. What do you roll? Uh, what's his saving throw for what? Sorry, I was reading through to see if he's constitution. got any immunities real fast, because he's multi-classed. Uh, constitution saving throw. Yep. Mm -hmm. well, his daughter got it from somewhere. Oh, mm -hmm. 16. <laughs> he just barely passes it. Um, I rolled for 48 damage. Which means he takes 24. 24, yeah. All right. Sick. Nice job, Leon. He Thank you. hisses uh, at With you. that, Leon <laughs> kind of runs back. Um, she doesn't want to be within 30 feet of the man. Okay. Uh, next up is Reese. All right. Reese has gotten some of his strength back. Uh... Shouldn't be full health, though. Who changed that? Um, so Reese has gotten some of his, his health back, but not all of it. Um, he sort of looks around, and his eyes pass to Leon, who I believe has taken some damage. Yeah. <clears throat> Leon, he approaches you. Slowly. Carefully. And, uh... How much damage have you taken, Leon? I took 28 damage, leaving me with 23 hit points. God. All right, Leon. Uh, he's going to cast... How many spell slots does he have? Wow, I've never played any kind of magical person. This has been very difficult for me. <laughs> uh, he's going to cast... <laughs> so many healing spells. He's gonna cast. He could. Do you want help or he's, no? No, he's gonna cast okay. healing spirit as a second level spell slot. That's going to conjure a. You've seen it before. Um, some kind of spirit that when you are in the correct vicinity, uh, it will automatically heal you. Um, it lasts for one minute, which is going to be two turns, I believe. Uh. And he heals you for nine points. Okay. It takes the form of a chickadee. You. Cute. That's adorable. And yeah, I think that's I think that's it for him. <laughs> okay. He's had a long day. 
<laughs> All right, Gris, it's your turn. All right. Um, so let's see. That puts Leon at what are you at right now, Leon? Thirty-two. Okay. Um, Gris realizing <laughs> that <laughs> Leon's dad is one strong man. She kind of <laughs> she approaches um Leon and places a hand upon her casting bark skin and as she casts it she whispers to leon i'm so sorry you're still beautiful and also we're your family and then kind of mutters and, and casts the spell um so bark skin uh turned leon's skin into like a rough bark like appearance but uh it increases her ac so that it can't be less than 16. Leon, you now have an AC of 16. Perfect. Um, And then after that, Gris is going to use a bonus action. She is going to use uh, Balm of the Summer Court. And I'm going to go ahead and roll three of my seven D6s for that. Okay. Hold on. I got to see if I can pull three, two, three. And that gives Leon plus 14. Oh wow, okay. Hell yeah. Mom and dad, making sure you don't <laughs> die. Wondering. <laughs> awesome. Reese, already more of a dad. <laughs> yep. Okay. Awesome. Um Ari. Yep. Uh so I'm still by Leon and Galen, correct? Um yes. I look back. Uh I just like shoo Kane and look, I'm like <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm so done already. Uh, and start to run back in. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't say anything. I'm just like, tell me you're feeling this, too, because I'm real we, done. That that connection's there. You can't that just con- like- yeah, the connection's there, though. <laughs> oh. Okay. So I go back in with my short sword. I try... I, I try and thrust it as far into his body as I can, but uh, with a 19 plus 7, 26. It hits. We're going to see if it does any damage, though. Uh, that's a 2 plus 4, 6. All right. <laughs> a small poke. Uh, and following the poke, I try again. All right, you pull out your, your sword. You attempt to stab him. Again, roll to see if it hits. Yeah, give me a second. It has to finish loading. Uh, 16 plus 7, 23. I need those rolls on the other side, please. <laughs> uh, 26 plus 4. That's a 2 plus 4, 6. Might as well be consistent. All right. Um, And once <laughs> once more, real, realizing there's only so much and filled with with a lot of, of, of anger and a small body, uh, mm-hmm. I try Flurry of Blows again. Go for it. Um, it's a 7 plus 7, 14. That does not land. Fair enough. Uh, and I, start, I, I I think to myself for a second, you should be more strategic and then run back. <laughs> <laughs> to Leon and Galen. Oh my god. All right. Next is Galen. 
Okay, so I'm gonna um, basically attempt the same thing with both of my daggers. So I'm gonna have a dagger in each hand and use my two-handed fighting to see if I can get two hits on him. As I ran back, I just go, fists aren't effective, but they're fun. Gail, what's your <laughs> movement speed? Oh my god, I love art 30. so much. <laughs> do you have a disengage action? I do. Okay, go on. Sorry. Had to check. Had to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't want you to yep. get stuck there. <laughs> As a glass cannon. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, I'm gonna um, run up and I guess sort of I'm not gonna try anything special. I just wanna end this guy's life <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna just stab him all right roll hit day, please uh nine plus five 14 does not land okay um no that won't work okay i'll disengage Alright, so you disengage. Uh, next up is... Marius. Marius uh, is still standing fairly close to Elias. Um, he... Let's see. Attack. Uh, okay. He once again um, swings his longsword at him lands uh, and he does 10 damage he then um, uses the entirety of his movement speed to move back to the glass cannons and ends his turn by removing the shield from his back it is exceptionally large large enough that if he held it before himself anyone within 5 feet of him could perhaps uh, be shielded from attack. Nice. Um, He's a hottie. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's Vic. Leon's not thinking about that right now. She's got shit going on with her dad. But I'm just saying... That's hot. Alright. Uh, the Gilded Sorcerer looks to Ari. Okay. Thought, oh, yeah, saw that coming. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ari. Yes. What is your uh, HP? 65. All right. Ari, who are you standing by? <laughs> uh, Leon and Galen. <laughs> well, Galen, did you come back? Mm-hmm. Cool. Then, yeah, Leon and Galen. Ah. <laughs> uh... Ari, Leon, roll a dexterity saving throw. Me too? Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, ooh, that's a 19. Oh my god, that's the best I've ever rolled on dex uh, in my I'm life. I'm so sorry. I have no I'm so sorry. Dex, y'all. I definitely <laughs> I'm just meant- proud of myself. It's probably not enough. What? I- meant constitution. I'm so sorry. The okay. has dex is the saving throw. This one's a constant. He has so many fucking spells. I just want to put it out That's there. That's fair. That's it's okay. Fair. I can do constitution I have- instead. 
I have plus five on constitution. Mm. <laughs> um, so that's, that's, um, that's 14 plus five, 19. So actually 19. Oh, let's go. Okay. I was clearly meant Seven to pass plus this. Two I don't nine. know if it's a pass. I hope it's a pass. All right, Leon, you take half damage. Ari, you take okay. full damage. Leon, you take 22 damage. Oh, which one Damn, of those yeah. Damn, uh, if it was Dex, Ari, I could have used evasion. 44 damage. <laughs> he has cast Blight as a sixth level spell slot. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, you changed it, or I could have taken like quarter damage. I'm so sorry. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Fine. I chose the wrong. I, you know, there's there's like eighteen spells. It happens. And six spells it left. happens. I'm still fine. <laughs> I'm just pissed. Interesting. So when Blight gets up to sixth level, it can target two people. Yep. Or oh, fuck yeah, I'm stoked. If you multi-class correctly, ooh, interesting. You're gonna have to okay. make a uh, um, pact with a demon. All right. Um, <laughs> next up is Leon. Leon, how you doing, okay. hon? What's um, your HP look like? Leon's twenty-four out of fifty-one. It's not great. She's a little mad that her dad is targeting her. She's kind of fucking pissed, actually. He's kind of mad um, that she doesn't want to help him. Yeah. Um, like I said, her heart is broken, but she's mad. Um, <laughs> so Leon would like to... Um, she's not going to move this time, because the two spells I'm going to cast have 60 and 120 foot distance, respectively. Um, and she, she kind of yells... Um, she's like she's like pissed um she says like something to the effect of like it's probably best that you weren't in my life than if this is what you're actually like um and then casts ray of sickness um that was a 16 plus 7 hit that hits that's 23. Um, and then it does 4d8. So it does 13 damage. Okay. And then I'd like to use two of my sorcery points to turn uh, one of my spells into a bonus action. Okay. And I would like to cast Magic Missile. Go for it. Roll and I'm going to do it at a second level, which means I have four darts. Give me one second. Oh, that's a very good one. 16. <laughs> All right. I have to do some math. Hang on, everybody. <laughs> Why is this game so much math? <laughs> Honestly. 74. Yeah, so it was 13. 58. 58. All right. <laughs> 58 is the total I was looking for here. Okay. Leon, that ends your turn, which means yes, next does. is Reese. Reese now turns to Ariadne mm -hmm. and uh, approaches them. His eyes. He's panting a little, just like. Oh, maybe holding a rib or something. His eyes are very, very kind, and he reaches out to you and takes both of your hands. And he says, Thank you. 
for loving my love. You have full HP. Stop. <laughs> I'm gonna have a fucking mental breakdown. He he heals you for 70 HP, but that I believe is higher than your total, so just it is, yours but, all the way up. But yeah, alright, cool. Um uh I like squeeze his hands and I just say back You're the one who hung in there enough for us to get here. Can Gris hear this? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Gris is just kind of like standing aback and like has an eyebrow raised and like arms crossed at this point. And she's like just kind of got like a a little bit of a smirk on her face. And her eyes are like kind of verge of watering because she's just like so glad to have her her human back. Halfling, but close her to halfling. halfling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your partner back. Yeah, exactly. Person. Yeah. Uh, next is Chris. All right, so that means Ariadne's good. Oh, Leon, sweet baby girl. <laughs> she do not be doing good. She do be, in fact, at 24 Damn. hell. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. She do be one thing away from fucking death, so, yeah. uh. <sighs> okay. So... Bum, 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 bum. I'm trying to figure out what the best he- I have so many healing spells I'm trying to figure out what the best one is for you um, okay so she is going to once again uh, kind of get near to Leon and she is going to cast um, second level cure wounds which is 10 she gives you 10 HP back uh, and then she kind of like she sits there and she she can kind of feel uh, Leon fuming and she realizes that she hasn't quite healed her enough for probably what she's going to do so I'm actually going to go ahead and cast um, a bonus action as well mm, go for so it so I am going to do <sighs> healing word and try and get you some more, um, some more heals. Please. So it only did three, but better than nothing. Better than nothing. <laughs> just and just a reminder: there may or may not be a healing spirit on the field currently. There is Leon. Oh yeah, where is the healing spirit? Six feet away from you. You have to be five feet close to it. If you ask nicely, your DM might let you use a reaction to step towards it. Mm. Can I do that, please, Jenny? <laughs> Tell me I'm pretty. I don't want my daughter to die. Oh my god, you're gorgeous. Okay, what? yeah. Step towards it. Let me roll for healing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Sounds good. Um, What is that? Did I do that at third level? Oh god. So many fucking spells, Reese. Get your shit together. Thank you. Did it at second level. Second level? I could be wrong. Oh, might have been third level. level. I don't remember. I'm sorry, no thoughts had empty. Do you My dad believe it was third me. level? Two d6s. I... He heals you for four. <laughs> that chickadee does. <laughs> That's good. I'm at 41 now. I'm feeling better about that. All right, Chris, is that on your turn? Yes, that does. Next up is Ari. Awesome. So, uh, uh, reasonably upset at the um 
thorough whomping he 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 kind of gave me uh in in less than a couple of seconds uh i take it and i just like sneer um and i just run in again like swords ablazing sword singular um <laughs> and just try and slash whatever i can reach roll for it We've got attempt one, 15 plus seven, 22. That hits. We've got a five plus four, nine. All right, so that's nine Ooh. damage. All right, I'm assuming you're going to take your second action. I am. So I try again and I I do it the, op I swing the opposite way so that it should leave an X on his clothes. <laughs> okay, do it again. Spe specifically. Uh, we've got seven plus seven, 14. Okay, all right. 14. Does it hit? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, all right. I can only hear your voice. Bad job. So. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I keep forgetting. I can only hear your voice. There's only so many context clues. All right. Um upset that my my plan of being Soro did not work um <laughs> uh i try to elbow him in the gut with flurry of blows um which is a nine plus seven sixteen that hits awesome i have pointy elbows it counts <laughs> <laughs> And that's gonna be two plus four six and one plus four five. All right. I didn't say which pointy end. <laughs> How many does that mean? Okay, sorry, I had to do some math in my head. No, you're fine. Nine, six, and five. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> Sorry. Um, local local woman had to do like too much math. Was not a math major. You're fine. You're fine. Um, with flurry of blows, I auto disengage and gain ten feet of movement. So I zoom on back to my to my friends to All my right. comrades. Sounds good. Uh, next up is do Galen. <laughs> um, I'm gonna stay by the party because <laughs> things are looking a little scary so I'm just gonna try something I haven't done in a while and use my short bow and try and shoot the man what a good idea Galen go for it okay That is an 18 plus 5, 23. It hits. All right. You could have done that this whole time? I look at Galen. <laughs> Galen just shrugs and is like, I, I'll be honest, I never hit something before. <laughs> and uh, that does six damage. All right, that does six damage. Sweet. <laughs> Sorry, I just accidentally gave him 200 extra hit points. Okay. <laughs> accidentally. 
200. Don't worry about it. Next is Marius. Marius, uh... Marius actually sort of feels like you got this and uses his action to take his shield and uh, step sideways so that he can plant it in front of Leon so that she can see over it, but it adds plus... Hang on. Equipment. Shield. Your armor class is now 19, Leon. Ooh, look at me. Oh. It's no big. All right, next is going to be Elias. Uh, <laughs> Elias is going to... Um, he sort of looks down at himself. He's covered in blood. It's his own blood, thanks to Ariadne. And uh, he seems rather displeased by this. He leans his head down as if he's uttering a prayer. And it feels for a moment as if the air has gone out of the room. He looks up at you all and smiles, for he has gained back 35 HP. Oh my god. Uh, let's see. Is that an action? <laughs> Ooh, no. Uh, he's then going to use two of his sorcery things, points. This motherfucker is using my own meta magic against me. <laughs> and he is going to I'm cast... Curious. <laughs> what is this one? Um... <laughs> oh, would that be too mean? Hey, Galen, how many hit points do you have? 52. <laughs> Galen, roll a dexterity saving throw. All right. Twenty plus five. Oh, oh my God. I'm so <laughs> Oh no. <gasps> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh no. Okay, you take 28 damage. You would have taken 56 if you hadn't passed. Can that. I use my uncanny dodge and half that? You actually can. As a reaction? You can only use it once. It's a spell. It's, and that's a dexterity saving throw. You can't use it for that. Damn it. Okay. How many? 28? 28. Okay. Uh, you would have straight up died. I mean, no, you would have right. had five hit points left. You got a lot of healers. It Doesn't he fine. only have 52 hit points? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I thought he said 62. Nope. Oh, 22. man! Oh, I thought you said 62. That's why I cast um, that. No. Oh, God. <laughs> no, Jenny. Trying to kill us. <laughs> it's fire damage. You were momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. All right. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I definitely thought, uh... This isn't Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> the saving throw, that's all that matters. Yeah, no, you nailed it. You needed a 19. Crushed it. <laughs> Trying to do math, not murder. Oh, God. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> Next up is going to be... It's my turn, I think. After Elias is Leon. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, 
Leon is going to cast a third level ray of sickness again. Go for it. Uh, that is 10 plus 717. Does that hit? Yes, it does. Fuck yeah. Okay. God, I love a plus seven modifier. <laughs> yeah, the plus 11 over here is a little wild. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that does 16 damage. Alright. And then I'd like to use two of my sorcery points to cast a second level magic missile again. Go for it. Uh, and that does 15 damage. And then I would like to use one sorcery point um, to give myself elemental affinity, um, it, it, I now have, um, resistance to fire damage for an hour. Okay. Uh, next is... Reese. Reese is going to look to Galen. Hello, father. Galen, he reaches out to you and says... My boy, it looks like it hurts. <laughs> it does. It really does. I won't lie to you. <laughs> he nods thoughtfully. And uh, is anyone else injured? Oh, Leon's, Leon's, Leon's missing 10 health. All right. He's going to cast like at 41 out of 50. Mast Cure Wounds. Anyone within Ooh. a 30 feet radius of him is going to get cured for... Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Sorry, I'm doing some math. 28. You're welcome, Galen. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Gris so kind of nice. like leans her head back at this and lets out like the biggest cackle and just turns to Reese and goes, what a show off. <laughs> he uh, he like flexes a little and winks at her. And then he goes, <laughs> you're looking exceptionally beautiful these days, just the way you did when I fell in love with you. Chris said, oh, well, the dream world does have its perks. <laughs> And she kind of like jingles the chickadee um, on her staff a little bit just to kind of like show him and flicks him a wink. He's, he blushes. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Gris. Um, Gris is like, well, since you did my job for me, and she, she kind of walks over and like kind of just like bumps him gently out of the way. And um, she's going to... Bum, 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 bum. Uh, cast resistance. It's a cantrip on Galen. So Galen, uh, you can roll a d4 and add that number to any saving throw of your choice. Ooh, okay. And you can roll the die before or after making your saving throw. Gotcha. So you can only do it once, but so that should be helpful. And then she kind of like backs up and kind of like brushes her hands, and um, then she casts. How how far away is Galen from Elias? Forty feet. I think can Gris move forward ten feet towards Elias? Yes. So she's going to move forward ten feet, and she is going to try and cast Grasping Vine. 
Go for it. Uh, hold on, I'm just reading through real quick. Uh, this one, you have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be pulled 20 feet towards the vine. Okay, that's a, that's a fucking smart-ass move. All right, <laughs> what's the dexterity saving throw required? Uh, thirteen. I'm so sorry. You rolled a nineteen. I'm pissed. Uh, the vine appears but bursts into flames. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> cool. That's fine. Gris kind of pouts. Uh, frustrated that it didn't work. <laughs> Reese kinda... is like, as per usual, she's just too hot for her own good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Gris is a little embarrassed and shoots him kind of some side eye, like, <laughs> not with my friends, Reese. <laughs> okay, sorry. Next is Ari. Okay. Um, I just called back, vines or no vines, Gris is formidable. Um, before charging head for head head long first into 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 the the, the blood circle again. Go for it. And I swing. Alright. Roll to see if it hits. And that's yeah, and that's a Swing trying to finish my X, my goddamn X. My Zoro X. That's a 16 plus 723. Right, that hits. Finish my X. <laughs> Looks better this way. Three plus four, seven. All right. Um, and then I try again. <laughs> We're go gonna go for, for a star now. <laughs> Straight down. And that's a. 7 plus 7, 14. I don't think that is. No, it does not. Fair enough. Like, one day, I will finish this star. Um, so I try my flurry of, of blows in, in a pattern I've, I've, I've uh, become accustomed to, which gives me a 10 plus 7, 17. That's math. Yeah, that, that lands. <laughs> 10 plus 7 oh. is 17. Um, what? Was that flurry of blows? Yeah, so I get two. So that's four plus four, eight, and one plus four, five. Uh, All right. And I, yeah. As you hit him, he stumbles backwards, looking like he is going to fall to the ground. However, oh. once again, it feels as if all the air has gone out of the room. He regains 50 hit points. <clears throat> His eyes well, that's just not fair. Glow red. And uh, let's get a reaction. Hey, Ari. Yep. Can you uh, <laughs> dexterity saving throw, please? Yes, yes, that I can do. Gladly. That is an... Eight plus four, twelve. Oh, Ari. But with evasion, even if I fail it, uh, 
no damage if I succeed, half damage if I fail. So I failed it, so I take half damage. Okay, you take 34 damage. Oh! <laughs> okay. Better than dying, Leon. Ouchies. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I like to imagine that Ari says that as they're like scorched oh, no. by burns. Elvish, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Elvish uh, string of expletives finished by the translation of "ouch," <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I like stumble. I stumble instead of like gracefully zooming back. I'll like uh, like stumble and use the momentum to get myself back. Uh, as you do this. Uh, Elias, having heard your string of expletives, shakes his head disapprovingly and says, Another foul-mouthed wood elf. No one's surprised. Oh my god, he's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next up is Galen. Elvish, even the wood elves wouldn't take you. Mm. And then he laughs and he's like, I wouldn't ask them to. I'm gonna shoot him again before he can even finish that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Fucking no! Oh no! Five plus three, eight. That's no way. Hit. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. Is that the end of your turn, Galen? I don't really have anything else I can do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is I'm not in range. <laughs> Marius. Uh, let's see. Marius is Marius is blocking Leon. But he's got some time. <laughs> Marius, uh... Marius, you got a lot of shit you can do, and I don't understand any of it either. Um, <laughs> Marius, you are going to remove you. Marius removes the uh, the longsword from his back and charges forward, <laughs> slashing at. What's his face? Elias. Finish my star! <laughs> I will damn well try, Ariadne heals back. All right, it lands. So he goes to finish Ariadne's star <laughs> in his clothes. Doing 15 damage. Nice. Uh, he then is going to use, let's see, creatures and things. He's gonna use action surge. So he does 15 damage, and then he's gonna go for it again. He's now going to, uh, it's a star. He's going to try to turn the star into the letter A somehow. He hasn't really figured out how he's gonna do it, but he thinks it would be like a fun homage. Um, so he goes to do it again. That's, that lands, that's 26. Rolls again, and does 14 damage. Let's go, King. That's not Leon, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's... That ends Marius' turn. Now it's... Oh, no. The Guild Sorcerer's yeah. turn. He, uh, he turns his attention to Elias. Not Elias, to Marius. Both their names end in is, and it's really hard for me. I just thought you should all know. Okay. I just need you to know you did that. <laughs> you did that, Jimmy. Yeah, to yourself. It's been a, I, yeah. Well, thank, both of them were named on a fucking whim. Thanks, fam. 
<laughs> All right. Um, he turns towards Marius and smiling, opens his arms and a wall of fire shoots out in front of him. Marius has to roll a dexterity saving throw, as do the rest of you. You roll with advantage because Marius is in front of you. <laughs> we all roll with double advantage? Yes, it does. We all do a dexterity yeah. saving throw? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh god. 22. 22. Got a nat 20 going. Yo! Alright. Ari. Fucking thank god yeah. I had double advantage. Ari, My rolls were no 17, damage. 3, and 2. Awesome. I still would have taken none because of evasion. That's great. Alright. Marius, buddy. Marius takes 34 damage. The rest oh. of you who passed take 17 damage. Um, that's what, res- like, resistance is just double advantage, right? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so 17, you said? Yes. Oh, Reese. Oh, Reese. Oh, no. Uh, what is your dexterity? <laughs> Good. <laughs> if my husband dies, I swear to Sylvanas. No, he's fine. I mean, it's not fine, okay. but he'll live. Um, okay. <laughs> the Gilded Sorcerer then uses uh, two of his sorcery points, because I realized he has 12 total. <laughs> Well, uh, to using my sorcery points once again, uh, cast a fire-based spell. He's gonna cast fireball. Everybody, dexterity saving throws again, again. Oh my lord! Fireball. So yeah, twenty-three, eighteen plus five. Hey, Gris, how many hit points do you have? Seventeen. Currently forty-two. How many turns total? That was Greece? a fucking nat 20 for me. Okay, um, Gris. Please, uh, you take 45 damage. Oh my god. Have I told you how saving throws work yet? No, but I'm. You I have three things. Three rounds to roll constitution saving throws. Okay. I'm allowing this to happen because I believe somebody here has something that will save you. So he casts Fireball. Those of you who succeeded your saving throw take 23 damage. Oh my god. Do I take any? Again, evasion. It's just a continuous thing. Uh, yes. You it's do whenever I, I still take it? Yeah. But you take uh, half of half. So okay, yeah, yeah. Half exactly. of twenty-three is let's call it eleven. Cool. <laughs> um, and if you get a nat twenty, it's just still half. So the plane in front of you, the cliff erupts into flame, and Gris Yikes. stumbles backwards, falling to the ground. You are now prone. Oh um, on your next turn, roll a Constitution saving throw. Uh. Let's see. You want me to add prone to my conditions? Yes. Reese is pissed. Reese also understands that he is incapable of helping you during battle. So. 
What's this? Oh, can I cast that at a higher level? <gasps> Wait a minute, can I cast that at a higher level? <gasps> I can! All right. <laughs> Reese is fucking pissed. Good or bad. <laughs> Reese, Reese uh, stands up in front of you all, all three feet of him, arms outstretched. <laughs> clearly angry. Let's out a guttural scream, and uh, the air turns cold. Um, it is if a, you know what? No, the hair turns hot. <laughs> okay. okay. And bright. It is so bright here, you cannot see. Gilded Sorcerer needs to do a constitution saving throw. Hmm. Oh, which he fails, even though he's got plus eight. Let's go. Uh, Reese is going to do 68 damage. Whoa. Let's fucking go, Reese. Oh, hell yeah. That's my man's. All right. Um, the brightness fades. <laughs> you fucking nailed this. And um, <laughs> although Grease, Gris is lying on the ground, um, bleeding out the... Uh, the Gilded Sorcerer stumbles backwards and appears to fall. Um, he's still breathing. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> but he's no longer able to attack. Reese rushes forward towards Gris, but, um, Theon, as you stand there and watch your father fall backwards, the dagger at your hip begins to hum. Leon, um, Leon feels the humming and puts her hand on the dagger and looks to her father and she starts to walk forward and as she walks forward she kind of unsheaths the dagger and is just kind of holding it and looking at it um, and then she gets to her father and just kind of looks at him for a moment. And and is he is he like cognizant? Does he say anything? He's watching you. And uh, as you hold the dagger, he smiles a little bit. She looks at him and she says, It didn't have to be like this. Oh my daughter. This is the only way. This can end. So and you are leaning over him? Yes. Well, she's kind of like standing, kind of like at her full height, holding the dagger, looking at him. He sort of reaches up and manages to grab your elbow and pull you down so that you're you're leaning over him. And then he moves his hand up your arm, grabs your wrist, and brings the dagger down into his own heart. Wow. And he lets out a scream. The pendant at your chest burns again, and you watch as your father's form begins to change. 
taking that of a red dragon. Oh, fuck. He then raises himself on his wings, and before you can react, flies away. Leona's just kind of left standing, like, oh my god. We, and then she's like, Gris! And and she 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 turns around and is like, oh my god! And like she kind of runs back over to the party, and and kind of surveys what's going on and is like, Gris, is, is Gris okay? What's going? Is Gris okay? So, Gris, uh, Reese has Gris's head in his lap, and he's holding her head, um, very gently, and he seems to be muttering something. Uh, can we get a constitution saving throw, Gris? Yes. Let's see. I, like, don't want to look at it. Oh. It's 11. What do I need to get? I'm assuming 11's not good enough. Don't worry, you're not in combat. So, Reese looks up to all of you. And there are tears in his eyes. And he um, is holding Gris, just sort of like cradling her. And he says, I have saved her physical form, but she can never, she can never come back here. There were things I thought I'd get to show her that she will never know. But, and he sort of like waves his hand in the air in a circular motion. And um, he leans down and kisses Gris's head as he does so. And um, this sort of hole seems to open up in the reality in which you are, revealing what appears to be the top of a volcano. And he whispers to Gris's body, Do not fret, dear one, for I await your return to the grove. And I cannot wait to hold you with my arms once more. And then he looks to Leon, his eyes filled with tears, and he says, Or Leon. Thank you. What you gave up is the very thing so many people want. She'll be okay. Take care of her for me until she returns to me. Be well. He then looks to the rest of the party and he says, Come to visit. She makes a very good mushroom stew. And, uh, points to this, to this portal and goes, Take care of yourselves as well. Be well. Your, 
you're waking up in the grove then? We just want to make sure so that we don't tell Gross that you are and then she goes back and then you're not there. <laughs> he laughs a little bit at that. And uh, as he does, you can see um, he's sort of fading into the swirling mist that surrounds you. And he says, I'm waking up in the grove. You tell her she can count on me. And, and he like makes hard eye contact with all of you. You better tell her I love her. We will. Um, he fades, leaving just Gris's um, young body on on the floor, on the ground. Um, Marius is sort of like standing there, like, oh my god, and uh, <laughs> clears his throat pointing to the portal which appears to be closing already. It's uh it's almost dawn. We have to go. Um, and I kneel just yeah, kneel down and gingerly like pick her up and cradle her and just like motion for the others like ready when you are. Leon would like to go last. Okay. Ari, are you leading? Galen, are yeah. you leading? Yeah. I'm following behind Ari. Alright, so Ari, Galen, and Marius exit through the portal. Right I'm before just... Leon Right before Leon steps through the portal, I want her to just look back in the direction the dragon flew and see if she can see it. It's gone. So And with that she steps through the portal. All right, you are once again all lying around this sort of campfire um, that you'd built the night before. Um, the dawn, the sun is just cresting the horizon. Uh, you all stir, Gris included. Gris kind of jolts awake. And and kind of awakes to tears, um, just kind of in in shock, um, and she she looks around the party and realizes where they are, and just whispers, "Reese, where's waiting Reese? for you at home?" Gris kind of whips around and turns to Ariadne and says, "What? How?" Did you guys make it? We did, but you got hurt. He healed you, but he had to go back the way he came. So, he's in Dreamer's Grove? Yes. But he's okay? And eager to have your mushroom stew, it seems. <laughs> just kind of, you know, is, is grateful to hear that, but just kind of sobs, you know, into her hands. Uh, overwhelmed, and she she just kind of looks up and turns to Leon. And your father? Leon sits up and looks to the rest of the party and says, We didn't get him. What do you... Does he have the crown? 
and Leon like is trying not to break down in front of everyone but she's kind of failing she's lost she's gained and lost and made an enemy of her father all in eight hours and I cross over to Leona and just like put a, a hand on her shoulder and just like try and keep her upright just go he flew away he's he's alive he flew away I didn't get him he's a dragon not like mama wyvern though much meaner Chris kind of scoots trying to get it's to, over like, the levity back. <laughs> uh, Chris scoots over close to Leon and kind of just like leans her head against Leon's and wraps her arm around her and just kind of just just doesn't say anything. Just kind of squeezes for a moment. Um, as you all sort of debrief, um, Marius begins to gather everyone's things together. Um. But he stops and places a hand on Leon's shoulder and says, Lady LaBelle, it is all right to mourn a father if, even if, he didn't turn out to be who you wanted him to. And he he squeezes your shoulder very gently. And as he finishes his sentence, he sort of like makes eye contact with Galen across the circle <laughs> and uh, smiles at him a little bit. And he's like, I think it's a lesson many learn. Leon just kind of says under her breath, thank you. Meanwhile, she's, like, upset. She's crying, like, she's, this is, like, the worst thing she's ever had to go through in her life, ever. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. she is, like, traumatized. Rub her back gently, and then go, well, that sucked. <laughs> like, put cup in her under. <laughs> she kind of chuckles through her tears and is like, yeah, that's an understatement. I feel like I'm about to die. At this point, although, like, does does our health is our physical? Are we damaged still? Uh, you feel like shit. It's like a really, yeah. really bad hangover. Yeah. yeah, like a really bad hangover. But your your HP is technically fine. It's like I just feel terrible, and I I stabbed him with the dagger, and, well, he and I both stabbed him with the dagger. (laughs) And I guess that was the golden blood, and that's why Reese could leave, and that's good, but he's got the crown. And Leon looks at everyone. He has the crown, which means... He has his power, and it means he's probably going to be able to leave. Well, if we're lucky, it won't fit on his head. And if it does, we'll figure it out. 
Yeah. We'll have to. Gris kind of pulls her knees into her chest, um, just kind of not feeling well, and says, But we did what we were supposed to do. But I think we no. should go. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Gris kind of nods and 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 turns to Leon and says, Maybe it's time to see your mom. That's a great idea, Gris. That's a great idea. And she kind of squeezes Leon's hand and, and slowly starts to make her way uh, into a standing position. And Galen walks over and extends his hand down to Leon to help her back up. Leon grabs his hand. So um, you all kind of head down the mountain as the sun slowly rises. Um, it seems to you that Reese really got you out of there right on time. Um, so you all head back to the ship. Um, Galen, Marius, and Ari ready the ship. Uh, Galen sort of standing behind the the ship's steering wheel and shouting commands as uh, Marius sort of laughs and Ari rolls their eyes. Um, <laughs> and then the three of them pull up the anchor all together, um, leaving Gris and Leon together on the deck, looking out at the volcano. Um, the morning light glitters off the water as you begin to sail. Hell's portal fading into the distance. Galen, at the helm of the ship, whistles softly, but happily, as if he knows he has somewhere to go home to. Um, whatever he's whistling is an off-key tune. None can place but Marius, who, fiddling with the sails, sings along softly. Ariadne, seated on the deck, holds a quill over paper hesitantly, as if they are unsure of how to put the events of the night before into words, pausing to listen to the unanticipated duet. It's a song about the sea, about a girl back home who's waiting for her adventurer to return to her. Ari smiles a little to themselves as the second verse begins, touching on a sailor's affinity for rum, and begins to write. Leon, meanwhile, at the front of the ship, leans against the ship's railing, as Gris, standing next to her, gently takes her hand. The two watch as the island disappears on the horizon. Mm -hmm.